What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala, your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news, the most buzzworthy topics with a touch of what, Terence? Good old Singaporean humor. Humor, man. Yeah. And this is the third podcast of the week. I like the rhythm we have now. You know, like uh, pretty. I think we yeah we've been doing three three podcasts a week for for quite a while. Um, I mean, I mean to uh, to to the world's credit lah. There's been uh, yeah. hasn't been that much of a shortage of things to talk about. I remember at certain mm. points like in the I don't know where whether it was during circuit break or the last year or so. At certain points, we were struggling to find stuff to talk about. Yeah, but, scraping the barrel, man. Yeah, but now it seems like every week there's there's at least one big thing that everyone is like raging about, lah, right? Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I guess we must give a shout out to our intern also who joined us a few weeks ago. Mm. Um, I mean, a lot of people responded to our call for uh part timers, interns, and all that, and we got someone who joined our team who's probably listening to us to this right now. Mm. Um. As he's editing it, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it is. It has. It has <laughs> helped uh, get more traction and more momentum, la. So mm, we, mm. um, yeah, we're gonna keep cracking them out. Yeah. Uh. So, can we? Can, we, can you do that? The basic shout out before we begin. The basic shout out. Um. Yes, it is the the fact or or if if this podcast at any point in the in the past has made you smile, made you think, made you feel something. It would be great if you could um, share it with someone who may not have heard of this podcast. Mm. Because typically, I mean, I think I, I can probably say that most people who chance upon our podcast, the stickiness is there based mm. on feedback we have gotten. Mm. So sometimes it's just letting them know we exist. Yes, yes. And boom. Right. Yeah. And boom. Correct. And, and of course, we've got our subreddit, which is still growing uh, week to week. Uh, the link is in the show notes where... There's discussions about every episode, and now I'm I'm happy that there are discussions not just focused on episodes, just about topics or an article or a mm. meme, which is great, lah. Or own self, own self declare the AMA, la, Right, you can start a post. Yeah, yeah, own self doing a ask, <laughs> ask the, me anything on on the subreddit. Yeah, yeah, to the spandex wearing cyclist who started his own <laughs> AMA, his or her own AMA. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But cool, yes, man. Speaking of uh, the first. The topics, uh, what is the yes. first topic that we're talking about? The first topic is, you know, as we close in on the end of year, typical the typical holiday period, um, we saw we chanced upon an article that was titled No Lack of Interest in Singapore for Leisure Travel Under the VTL, which is a vaccinated travel lane, despite mm. higher costs and the risk of staying longer if infected. Mm. Um, so basically, yeah, I think it was during PM Lee's speech last week when uh, nine more VTL destinations were announced, mm-hmm. uh, bringing right. it to a total of eleven, la, Right? Yeah. So, so to clarify, <laughs> the can can just give a quick overview of what a VTL scheme is about, uh? Um, the VTL scheme, from what I understand, is um that that there are certain designated flights across a, f- a bunch of airlines to these 11 countries where travelers as long as they can prove that they are vaccinated and they take a PCR test before flying can fly from Singapore land in their country have no stay home notice or quarantine mm. and then fly back from that country to Singapore with no stay home notice or quarantine provided mm. they test negative mm. so um, uh, in essence it's a it's a two way agreement right with these countries. Yes, it is It is a two-way agreement. Because Correct. Singapore has been open to quite a number of countries already, but we don't have the... They, they've not reciprocated, like, for example, like China, like, right? 
Mm, yeah, mm, so so that that exactly. is not considered a VTL, uh. but but yeah. this this That's one more is like a, a travel VTL. bubble. Is, yeah. is that a travel bubble? No, I, I don't think it's a. There's any bubble, and it's just it's only open one way to to allow visitors to come without quarantine, uh, But not the other way around where Singaporeans go there, and uh, Singaporeans uh, who go there still need to be quarantined <laughs> basically. I see, I see, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so an- another thing of this is that it reduces the mandatory PCR checks from four to two. Mm-hmm. One right, before right. and one after. Um, yeah. And and yeah, so uh, it was such so popular that I think on the day of PM Lee's speech mm. at the Singapore Airlines website crashed. Mm. Right? Um, yeah. And I think I have personally seen uh, some friends and all like just at least express a lot of interest in flying. Some have booked. Mm. Um, and I think the numbers continue to, to based on this article, yeah, tour, uh, tour operators are getting like five times the mm. number of inquiries. Yeah. Uh, Chan Brothers also. Uh, I'm guessing a lot of the websites are also getting a lot of traffic. Apparently, there was a long queue, like a physical queue of people at the SIA Center at Iron Orchard just uh, like yeah. three days ago. I didn't know that that thing, that uh, physical office for SIA still exists. Uh. I, I used to think that that was in like Paragon, was it? Or something. Yeah, yeah, Paragon, Paragon. And then, then I thought it disappeared, but apparently it's still at Ion Orchard. Uh. Yeah, I think it'll always be there given the the, the nature of the airline uh, and the types of customers that it it caters for, uh, mm. which is, you know, like in all the the priority passenger service, all the people who re- fly a fuck ton, or at least used to fly a fuck ton, mm. business class, first class all the time, SIA is still up there in terms of the service like. So what are they what are they queuing up for? They're queuing up for to like book the tickets and all. Oh, you mean for this these past few days? Uh? Yeah, yeah. That one okay, so I, I think why there was a queue, right? Is because and okay, the context is I actually have been toying with the idea of doing a year end trip with my girlfriend. Ooh. Um yeah, we were thinking of doing it last year, but well that didn't happen. Yeah. Um and then this year we're toying and back and forth, back and forth and when the first VTL opened up with Germany, we were like, oh, okay, cool. Then, you know, it, it still there was still un- some uncertainty. We had some friends who travel and the costs just add up. Mm, mm. So now over the past few years, as we revisited it, mm. it is quite confusing. Oh, um, okay. And there's a lot of nitty-gritties that you have to get through. And sometimes they can have a little unforeseen uh, surprises, which I'll get into. But mm. I think why people were going to Singapore Airlines, the, the office in particular, is because... They, you just have so many questions. Mm. And honestly, I think it would be better talking to someone who understands everything than trying to Google it on your own. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, can't, I can't imagine I'm saying that, no. Like, it's better to talk to someone than Google it. Yeah, this makes you sound like a real boomer, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, no, 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 this is internet all, I don't want, I don't want. I want to talk to people. I want to talk to people. Yeah. But it's confusing. And I think now because, you know, last time when you can go to Kayak and Skyscanner and mm. do air, uh, uh, flight combinations, you fly one way here, fly another, come back on another yeah, airline. Now, right? now you yeah. can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can like, you fly one way there and then one way, but it, the cost just adds up like, because mm. the two-way fares are always cheaper. Yeah, so actually the, I guess, um, the, the, the big reason why we wanted to talk about this was because uh, I think it's interesting to just think about like uh, why why so many Singaporeans are rushing to you know book holidays and uh, if you are planning to do so as well like what are the what are the pitfalls and, and the potential uh, problems that might arise from these holidays so I'm sure mm. I'm sure you've done a bit of research into all of that as well right yeah I have mm. I have so and, I mean and for, I mean 
for me, it's like uh, you know, I'm, I'm quite I'm quite shocked that there were queues outside of Singapore Airlines and all. Because I always thought, I always thought uh, Singapore is a very digitally literate population, especially those who you know travel frequently and and then mm. other the first ones to travel and all. But it seems like it's so confusing that yeah, they need to talk to somebody lah. Yeah. And I mean, so, so I'm guessing for you, the the thought of travel is not even there because you have a you have a one year old kid, lah, right? Uh yeah, it's yeah. I, we and, and he's because un, he's unvaccinated. Or did you that. guys? Or did you guys discuss it also? No, no, there there were of course there are discussions, but but just the thought of uh, uh you know traveling with a toddler, uh you know and 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 all that when he's unvaccinated as well, uh all that is pretty tricky, lah. We feel so so. Mm. I mean, there's no rush, lah, right? It's not like it's not like we've we've uh it's not like we've exhausted everything in Singapore. In fact, like my, my kid has barely even met his his, his extended family and all that, you know. So mm-hmm. so it's like there's still a lot of ground to cover in Singapore. La. So I mean at some point we'll do it. But uh well, what about YOLO, bro? What about YOLO? What if next year we go back into lockdown? Oh yeah, like, then then I mean that's that's YOLO la. that's that's your life la, basically. You've got to <laughs> learn to make do la, and not and not escape every time. You, you know that there's any issues uh. so, actually uh, YOLO takes on new meaning in the pandemic uh. exactly exactly yeah you just stay alive yeah. try to stay alive that's all but, but uh, yeah. then how so, about you like, why, 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 why are you all so well, you're all that itchy to travel and everything the way you say it really uh, annoying me <laughs> <you know. laughs> don't be sensitive it's just coming from it a, is curious, a very- curious Singaporean you know like, like uh, perspective like, that's all yeah, I mean, I guess because uh, we have been, I mean, we haven't gone for any staycation or anything. And I mm. know, like, it sounds like, huh, really must go staycation. But I think a break is nice for for anyone if if they have the opportunity to. La. And when we haven't, and we were just thinking about traveling. But to me, to be honest, um, like, the, the desire to travel has been quite flip-floppy. Um, mm. and, and right now, I think... The thing about the VTL that was interesting is that when the German VTL was announced, it still felt like, okay, one country. La. And then, you know, you hear you hear the process, okay, it's complicated. It feels like it's it's a bit too early to travel. And then when the nine countries opened up, it made it a little more like, hey, actually, it doesn't sound that bad. Yeah, yeah, there are options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, you know, like, you got one lane, you, your protocol, your practices all new. You got nine diff- additional countries, 11 in total. Chances are, okay, la, it's... It's probably more efficient, and then you get your hopes up high again, mm. Um, and and I mean for me, like traveling is is nice. Uh, I can't say I felt like a wow, I really need to travel, but it was something that 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 we were talking about, mm. But I think the downside to the VTL is that it sounds good at the start, right? Yeah. But once you go into the nitty gritties, mm. for example, even the cost, mm. right? If you go to one of the websites, you look, oh, fly to Barcelona from $800 return. Mm. You click on the flight dates, you really see, oh, $800 return, $900 return. And it sounds fucking amazing. Mm. But then if you carry on and you realize that, okay, that is the lowest price, but that is not the VTL only flights. Mm. You might, because you don't need to fly there on a VTL flight. Oh, you can take the quarantine flight, is it? As in, you just take a regular flight. Oh, you just okay, okay. you just you just take a regular flight because VTL, right? The more I dug in, the more I realized it is more catered towards the the people from other countries coming to Singapore. Oh, because 
because the restrictions in other countries are not as tight as Singapore, right? So, mm. so you search, you know, Singapore, Barcelona. Wow, fuck, $450. Yeah, this is awesome. Mm. And you click on the next leg. You go Barcelona, Singapore. You see something, $500. And then you see the little fine print at the top. Okay, uh, from 19th October, SIA will be operating or Lufthansa or Air France will be operating two flights a week designated as VTL flights, mm. flying only on Thursday and Saturday. Mm. So then you see the price go up from four to five hundred to thousand five hundred. Oh shit! So they they're charging then, higher for the VTL flights, uh? Yeah, I mean based on uh, I mean like it's is the whole you got increased demand, price goes up mm. And I saw that in like front row seat when I was working in airlines. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not say that airlines trying to scam or people. There's just more demand lah. Yeah, right? yeah, correct, correct. So then you realize, oh fuck, okay, the price is high and it's like, oh shit, okay. Then you're like, okay, still can, still can. Then you read. Each PCR test costs $160, right? Mm, mm, you have to take two, so that's $320 per person. Yeah. Then you need to get travel insurance. Mm. Um, but then I think the tipping point for how me much was is, that... Well, how much is travel insurance approximately? I mean, I looked at, let's say, the one you get, the SQ AIG, where they offer up to, I think, $200 a day if you have to, if you have to quarantine in a foreign country. Mm. I think... They gave one quote, la, like three-day trip to Malaysia is like $35, $40. Mm. Um, but I'm guessing as your trip length increases and your distance gets further, it the price increases exponentially. Like, it's not going to be an arm and a leg, I think. Okay. But it's still going to be significant. Yep. But I think the trickiest part, right, is that to come back on a VTL flight, mm. you must have spent a certain amount either... Like twenty, you, you need to have a negative PCR test, like, Yeah, right? forty-eight hours before stepping on the flight. Forty-eight hours before. So then I was thinking, fuck. Okay, if we are coming back, everything's perfect. If we are all taking the approach that okay, at some point everybody's gonna get COVID, mm. right? If you happen to canal when you're there, yeah, and you test positive, yeah, it is gonna fucking shoot the cost up to the price of the trip mm. insanely, Because like. you need to buy a, another ticket for two weeks later, like, Right. Yeah, and then your accommodation. Yeah, you can get allowance with insurance and all, but it just feels like then it becomes like, okay, is it worth taking the risk now mm, or mm. waiting? Mm, I see, I see. So that has been my journey up to yesterday night. <laughs> your journey meaning it's something that you and your girlfriend have been discussing. Mm. But I mean, and like, but there is the yeah. argument. I mean, as much as, uh, yeah, I, 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 I was saying, oh, you're itching to travel. Which is literally the title of uh, one of the articles that I, I looked at last. So I'm not. It was not meant to 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 insult you like you're like you're. Like the way you're, you said it, like Terrence, <laughs> I did not appreciate. I did not appreciate how you said it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't relax. Don't get defensive. Anyway, uh, but but I was saying like um, I mean yeah The I I think there's an element of uh, you know, for for adults like us, right? For people like us who. Uh, we don't travel for business as much, lah, right? Um, mm. Travel to to me is almost like a, it's an education, lah, Almost, it's like adult education, lah. When you travel to another country, you see how they live, uh, you know, and explore explore things about the uh, different culture that you wouldn't otherwise know about. It's it's the closest we get to like you know sitting in a in a class on campus and 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 just enjoying learning, lah. So, yeah. so to me, it's like imagine like if you're a student and for two years you haven't you haven't had, had sat through a class yet, like you know, uh, mm. you 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 actually look forward again to to doing that, like right? Mm. Yeah. So so that's how that's how I feel about travel. Like, I mean, last time I used to think I was so inconvenient and everything, but now I'm more like 
actually that whole process itself is quite interesting. Uh, it's like the first day of of the school term, that kind of feeling, like You know, you you kind of you kind of looking forward to see your friends again, and and, yeah. and even though yeah, like school sucks, but it's just like interesting, like just to catch up with people and see how's everyone been and all these things, uh. Yeah, and I mean, I think I also like 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 you last time. Um, basically, travel. If you get the chance to you travel, I mean, I I have thankfully been able to travel while studying and all that's helpful. Mm. Um, and I do feel like what you say, travel is can be very educational, but it's still a big cost. But I think I'm less inclined to just assume oh people want to travel because they got nothing better to do. I think there are many legitimate reasons why people want to and even need to travel. I mean, mm. even family aside, seeing loved ones and all. Yeah, it's just travel is one of those things that. Um, it, it it for some people it is a lot more valuable. It's a lot more uh, of a of of a wouldn't say need, but something that they value a lot more. Mm. You know, it, it's like you know. Last time I remember when I was talking to you about why the fuck do people pay so much to eat uh good food? I think we were talking specifically about the restaurants. Zero. Right? Oh yeah. Zero no, dreams of sushi. Yes. 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 Right. Yes. And I remember the conversation we had when I was thinking, why the fuck would anyone pay like $500 to eat sushi? And then you said something, I think I told you before, but it's, it has stuck with me, you know, like, mm. um, he is ultimately probably like a true master of his craft. Mm. And mm. if if I'm willing to pay a few hundred dollars to see like a fucking talented musician and all, why doesn't that extend to people who are craftsmen in their own right? Mm. And right. That did change my perspective, Terence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's something I yeah. always tell. Uh, I always tell uh, fellow people in the creative industry, la, That if you are mm. not willing to, if you are always everything you want to, you want to eat the cheapest place, you want the cheapest this, you want to no frills this, no frills that. Then why is it that you, when you go to work, you demand to be paid? Uh, you know, uh, uh, you demand to be paid a certain rate that is a uh, commensurate of a of a professional, la, Right. Uh, mm. But then you feel like, hey, I don't want to have to tip people. I don't want to have to pay the rates that they ask for and things like that. For any other kinds of service, like whether it's cleaning or cooking and all these things, huh? so so mm. so so that's that's something I I always try to 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 tell people. Not not saying that you should be going out and, and blowing all your money on expensive food and everything, lah. But but you mm. in terms of just appreciating once in a while why, uh, yeah, why why it's important to support you know uh artists or or chefs or you know. People who are real masters at their craft, uh, yeah. Yeah, like would I pay five hundred dollars to get tickets to watch Usain Bolt run his last hundred meters? Absolutely. I think I would, yeah. man. Yeah, you would, right? Yeah. yeah. Like if you yeah, could watch you, Federer, you like five hundred dollars, thousand dollars, you know, you know that it's the last time, the one of the few last few times you ever see him play live or something. Yeah, yeah. and and not to say, that, not yeah. to say, not to say I'm rolling in dough or something like, but I think people's expenses they are always kind of. At the core of it is how much they value something. So, mm. so for for me and my girlfriend, yeah, we have been thinking about it. But mm. then, then it reached a point where, if you take the objective stance, like okay, if we travel one two months down the road, what mm. is the 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 payoff like? And right now, it does feel like traveling now. It might be amazing, but with the risk in mm. no matter how small, right? If it's there. It's just a, a part of the discussion, lah. Yeah, you you are you are paying a uh, a premium as a sort of early adopter, lah, for this mm, for mm. this scheme right now. Um, yeah, and uh, I think uh, like what you say, a lot of people are paying because December is like the especially in the Western world as the typical time that you get get together with family again, right? Mm. Mm, whereas yeah, for us here in Singapore, maybe it doesn't matter as much. In fact, if you go to 
you know, if you visit uh, America or Canada in, in, in January, you probably, you know, you probably uh, get to see a real a real snowy winter as well, lah, right? So yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, it, it, it's a it's a good point, lah. Singaporeans, we don't need to to rush into it, and uh, yeah, lah, it might just be a very a very warm December for you, but uh, yeah, maybe you enjoy yeah. it more in January or February. But that's why the video almost like. I think, you know, like, I can't remember if we have spoken about this, but during lockdown, right, mm. the weird thing was because you had no options, yeah. life almost felt like, okay, oh, you make do. Yeah, the yeah, moment yeah. you got options, uh, then you, you go like, down this roller coaster yeah. up and down, then you click this one flight, then you're like, yeah. fucking hell. And you start you go talking to about thinking thing. about money and all these things as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, because, I mean, this past one and a half years has been fucking hard for, yeah. for so many people, but for us, you know, yeah, like, it, it hasn't been the easiest and mm. I just got a house this year as well. Mm. So, so it's one of those things that it just feels like, wow. So, then, yeah, it was disappointing, yeah. Mm. But I'm surprised, like, I'm surprised that you, that uh, you're looking to travel this year considering this is, this will be your first Christmas in your new place. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. the silver lining. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, aren't you all looking forward to like setting up a Christmas tree and putting a star on top of the tree? That's why I fucked like... the VTL, man. <laughs> <laughs> we were there. We were there at that point. Yeah, then yeah. the VTL came out. We were like, hey, hey. you know, this, this is kind of cool. Yeah. They're like, oh, fuck. Like, literally, we were saying that last night. We were at a place where, okay, this is this is awesome, you know. Yeah. Then then there was a glimmer of like, hey, wait a minute. And then boom. <laughs> Fucking hell. So that's why, you know, when, you, when that article, it says, you know, there have been so many queries. I'm curious how many people actually convert uh, to buy it because I can mm. imagine the rush if like you literally haven't seen your close family for like one or two years of, and there are many people like that in mm. Singapore right correct, correct. Um, and I think for unavoidable business travel okay sure but I wonder how many people in Singapore are actually traveling for leisure la. and mm. I think that's where Instagram you know, can fuck up your head la, if you if you're, it, it just feels like oh shit a lot of people are traveling but I really would like to see the numbers yeah, yeah. somehow yeah yeah, and and maybe just especially uh families and all that lah, right? Cause cause yeah. uh, I mean, rushing out to to bring your your family for a trip and everything. Wow, uh, because if yeah lah, if shit happens, it's gonna be a very expensive quarantine, both in terms of money and time lah, right? Um, mm, exactly. Yeah. So if you're going as a whole family, that means your whole family will, will get affected at the same time lah. Whether or not, whether yeah. or not, it's just one person who who got who gets COVID nineteen or something. Or. So, yeah, so and I mean, it's a tricky thing. Uh. Yeah, one tricky thing also is that if we were to fly, likely my mom would would have come with us mm, uh, mm. because she has family in Europe. So we wanted to kind of be the the connector for for them. Mm. Um, but yeah, my mom's seventy one, so that's also it. Just exponentially makes things more complicated, lah. Mm, that's right. That's yeah, right. that's why. This way, I mean, like, even in the article, they did showcase certain people who are traveling, uh, yeah, families. I think if you're a solo traveler, it makes things a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. I think there's one, they, they featured one guy who who has apparently traveled 102 countries or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, article, yeah, yeah. 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 Really crazy. The, so I think it's just, it It would be a, almost like a once-in-a-lifetime experience mm. in, in, in some way, right? Like traveling during a pandemic, um, I think it is just an, it is an experience, but uh, yeah, you just got to weigh the pros and cons, la. That's why I, 
I don't. I'm just curious about the demographic of, of people who are traveling, or if anyone listening, um, you have kind of worked through the nitty gritties and 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 all that, and you are traveling. It'd be it'd be cool to hear, like because, like let's say if you are traveling solo, even for airlines like Scoot, right, you can travel return on VTL flights for like nine hundred bucks. Mm, okay. But that's like that's like long distance, uh, travel with less leg space and uh, a bit more discomfort. Which if you are young and able to travel, that's that's cool, yeah, But if you're, big deal, yeah. yeah, if you're traveling with a family, but but do you know anyone personally who's traveling or has traveled? Uh, yeah, I know a couple of people. Uh, mostly they're mostly single people who are, uh, single and young lah. People who have gone to Europe already lah. Basically, have traveled to Europe, whether it's Germany or what, to yeah, just 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 to open their minds or take a break or something like that. Um, mm. I I have seen that there's a, another fellow, uh, new parent, who's going to bring their child to North America, uh, this Christmas mm. for a couple of weeks, and uh, I, and, uh, see, I mean, it just sounds like it's such a monumental thing, lah. Because you're not just dealing with COVID, but you're also dealing with traveling with a one year old child, you know. And yeah. um, I I can't imagine if like the kid starts vomiting or something like that on the flight and. Uh, it's just it sounds like it's, there's so much to deal with already, and then, uh, and then while you're wearing your your mask and everything, you got to deal with all these kind of things. It's just, yeah, maybe I really really not uh not that keen to try that out yet, uh. So so you don't you look you look at him with like envy or respect or to uh, each his own or I mean to each his own. I mean yeah lah, maybe they they have reasons to travel there, that it's not just leisure, but if it was just leisure, then I would. I would much rather go somewhere close closer la, where the flight mm. where the flight is much less uh, like you know five six hours maximum compared to like then, compared to like the US or anything uh. then you cannot get the Christmas the Christmas cold la. you will go there and sweat no la, can la. you go you can fly to oh, the, North Asia yeah, you mean Korea South Korea all that it'll still be quite cold right you can it's not that bad it's not that bad that's true la. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true but but yeah I think I mean, it's good that, you know, like, I, I see more, like, some articles saying tour agencies are starting to hire, aviation companies are starting to hire, the stock prices of aviation companies are going up. Mm. So, good for them. But, yeah. yeah, it's just, I think, I think no one also expected the nine countries to be added. Mm. Right? Mm. Correct, correct. Did you have any inkling at all? Uh, no, I had no, no inkling that it would be, I mean, I knew that we were going to open up, but this is, yeah, this is quite, feels fast, but, I guess it's uh it seems like according to them it says that the the these countries form up about ten percent of the regular traffic uh pre COVID times. So mm. uh there's a lot of um you know, there's enough uh there's enough people coming in and out from these countries to justify opening up to, to these countries. Lah. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean I, I think just to go back to what you're saying about the people who are traveling, I think it also helps if their work tends to be very, very remote friendly. Mm, mm, mm. That's right, that's right. In case right. even if they yeah, get because yeah, even if they get quarantined, they can still work. Nah. Yeah, stay at home notice and all. And and I think I think the people who are probably f- like getting the 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 best circumstances is are people who are spending long term in Europe. Lah. Because once you get into Europe Things are a lot more open up there. Mm. Um, I have a friend who is uh, got an attachment there, and then um, the, the, as a couple, they are there together and yeah, traveling around Europe. Uh, and yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's cool. So, but I think yeah, it's just interesting times where, uh, yeah, it, it's like different worlds, lah. Like we're all in. Last year lockdown was when we were all like you know at stage zero, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then now you are starting to see the the different things here, which is how the world used to be like anyway, lah. Yeah, yeah. The the haves and the have nots. Huh? The haves and the have nots. <laughs> exactly. Welcome, welcome the, back to that the, world. Yeah, the leveler of the lockdown is no longer there. Correct, correct. The great leveler. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. But speaking of haves and have nots, uh, mm. um, our next topic is also somewhat related to uh, being vaccinated, but as mm. opposed to as opposed to something as uh, as uh, uh, something so casual about uh, something so casual about it, like like where oh where should I travel to this year? This poor this poor mm. fella is being denied. Poor his bread poor and butter. Fella. He's being denied his bread and butter because of his vaccination status. He's being denied yeah. being able to make a living for him and his family because of his vaccination status. And who is this person? He's Kyrie Irving, man. Mm. Of the, the Brooklyn Nets fame. NBA. Uh, in the NBA all the way in the US. Yes, all the way in the US. Yeah. So, I mean... From because I'm I haven't been keeping track that closely to to base uh, basketball, mm-hmm. but seems like he's been kind of like hesitant about the vaccine for a while now, and yeah. now it's finally resulting in him losing a bit of his salary and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I right? Correct, correct, correct. Uh, basically, but yeah. yeah. Do you have the the lowdown on what happened? Yeah, Kyrie Irving. He's one of the top players in the NBA now. One of the most popular players. One of the most uh, you know, um, one of the best players just in terms of pure skill, and he's also on one of the top teams, uh, in the NBA la, which is the the Brooklyn Nets franchise, um, mm. alongside other big stars like Kevin Durant and James Harden. Uh, in fact, in fact, the Brooklyn Nets are white were widely touted as the team to beat uh this year like this coming year, because they they are one of the they're one of the super teams that assembled. Assembled with a uh, a lot of um a lot of talent, and uh, seemingly like 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 with with that kind of talent, there's no way that they could lose to any normal team in the NBA la. So it's uh, you know a lot of people saying the finals this year are going to be be between the Brooklyn Nets and the LA Lakers, which is a uh, LeBron James team la, right? And mm. uh, I I don't know some even casual casual fans or non fans of NBA might might remember when LeBron James won the the one championship he had uh, with the Cleveland Cavaliers, his home team. Uh, it was alongside Kyrie Irving. Uh, that was in 2016. So, uh, mm. yeah, Kyrie Irving's a, a proven star. Um, but at the same time, over the years, he's also caught a lot of controversy because he, for various... Uh, there have been various episodes. Uh, like, for example, it was revealed at one point that he believed in the flat earth. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then a lot of people made fun of him. Then he claimed that oh no, that was just a joke. And then uh, not, I mean, as then when after you know after he won a championship with LeBron, um, apparently he started like you know making a lot of uh, making a lot of fuss about being the playing second fiddle to LeBron la, which ended up in him mm. in him being traded to to the Boston Celtics, where he was supposed to be the number one guy. And and prove himself as a man and everything. Then uh, within two years, there he was he was traded again lah. Or at least he wanted to leave because I think he 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 claimed that oh he 
yeah, it's very tough being a leader there and everything. So when he went to Brooklyn, everyone was like, oh, you know, this guy, uh, now he now he's he's able to assemble his own team la, and, and he managed to pull in a lot of uh, uh, superstars alongside alongside with him. La. But even in mm. Brooklyn, um, again, last year, suddenly, I don't know where he said that uh, there were some mental health issues that he needed to deal with. Uh, he didn't specify what exactly, whether it was him or his family or anything. And uh, he just disappeared for a month or two during the NBA season. La, and just didn't mm. didn't show up to, to play or to practice or anything. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, so, I mean, you could say that, yeah, la, he's entitled to do that because it's his mental health. But, uh, I mean, I, I'm just wondering how many people, how many among us can just, like, you know, not show up to work and say it's mental health issues and then and then still be able to keep our jobs, lah. You know, are, are you, are we, are any of us that talented that, that people still want to deal with us? So this one is the latest controversy he's, he's been uh, attached to, which is that, yeah, he has basically decided not to take the vaccine. Uh, he he doesn't say that he's an anti-vaxxer or pro-vaxxer or anything. He just says that, you know, that's the decision he's made for himself and his family. He doesn't want to take the vaccine. And uh, unfortunately, in New York City, the mandate is that you cannot enter large indoor spaces if you are unvaccinated. So uh, that that rule put the Brooklyn Nets the organization in a, a bit of quandary because it would mean that he would not be able to train with his teammates. Uh, he would not be able to play in the home games with his teammates. Uh. Uh, there was a possibility he could still play uh, away games on the road, but that he definitely couldn't train with them. Uh. So uh, I think oh. just this... Just this couple of days ago, the Brooklyn Nets came out and just said, you know, they decided that after discussing with everyone on the team, they decided they're not going to let him train or play with the team at all. Uh, just, you know, un- uh, unless he gets vaccinated. Like, they respect his individual decision, but uh, the law is just, a, the, the rule is just the rules and that's that's what it is. Like. So, um, oh. yeah, it's become a bit of a, so, so Kyrie Irving has, has also come back and just said that, oh, it's, you know, he hopes that people respect him for his decision and, and this is not about it's not about politics it's not about being anti-vaxxer it's just his personal decision and he knows that there are consequences he knows that uh, that he's gonna th- these kind of things gonna happen to him and uh, yeah he's willing to live with that mm, yeah. I see so that's why I was a bit confused because I know the NBA actually doesn't mandate that players mm. get vaccinated. They just need different rules. Mm, because it's, it's because based on the states, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because oh, every... I, uh, I think if you go to the big cities like New York, LA, San Francisco, the vaccination rate is like close to Singapore, you know, close to 70%. But if you go to the mm. more rural states and all, it's probably like 30, 40... It drops to like 30, 40% and all. Uh. So the NBA can't... Mm. They can't have a blanket rule that mandates everything for the whole of the US. Uh. I see, I see. And and that's where I mean, it, because from from what I read, the NBA, if you're unvaccinated, as long as you are in like in a different locker room, you're mm, not eating mm. with them, you can still train, lah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something. Yeah, I mean, last year but you can't train indoors. You can't train indoors, yeah. or something. Yeah, last year the sometimes on on occasions during the season, some players will suddenly become unavailable because, uh, yeah, they they were exposed to someone with COVID or something like that, lah. And then there, I think mm-hmm. there, there was some protocol where you know, they would disappear for, they would not be able to play for like two, uh, a week or two weeks or something like that. But after that, they would come back. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, there, there, was, there were very clear protocols in place. And, uh, mm. you know, some games would get postponed or what. But, but 
more or less the season uh, went on and you know completed it was completed and it was very successful and everything so uh, we all thought that oh, okay let's just we're just moving on already lah. but now this whole vaccinated versus unvaccinated thing has has reared its ugly head even in something as as pure as as sp- uh, sporting the sporting arena lah. but what 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 do you think when you first heard this news about about this player I mean, I knew Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kyrie Irving got a bunch of controversies in the past. Uh. Mm-hmm. Even though the first time he kind of uh, blew up for people who maybe not the biggest basketball fans was when he was Uncle Drew like, in the Pepsi commercial, mm-hmm. right? That's right, that's right. Yep. He's Uncle Drew, right? Um, so then I know I recall the flatter thing when you brought it up. And to me, I was like, yeah, I mean, if he doesn't want to get vaccinated and is not me kicking up a fuss about, oh, you know, how can they ban me this? He, mm. I, or at least I haven't seen. Mm. He seems like, okay, there are consequences and I'm okay with it. Then to me, I'm like, that's his choice. Uh. Sucks for his team. Mm. Um, especially when I read the article saying that James Harden, Steve Nash, who is the coach, all had conversations and everyone sees eye to eye. In my mind, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. That, that's what I wanted to ask. La. Like, what, what if you were uh, playing you know, hockey, national team, whatever? And then someone says, "Oh, I don't, I don't want to get vaccinated. That's why I can't contribute. Like, I don't, I, I can't think, play." I think it has season. to be. I think it has to be a bit more specific because Kyrie Irving is not just someone like he's mm. fucking good, right? Is yes, right. on the top five. Yeah, I would say top five. Yeah, yeah. So I would feel like, dude. Yeah, <laughs> we have a good fucking team. Yeah, Steve Nash himself is quite an accomplished uh, player. Yeah. I don't know about a coach. Yeah, right. Mm. I mean, but this is where it gets tricky, lah. Because if Kyrie Irving is okay. With the consequences, I guess then it becomes what about the team, lah, right? Yeah, yeah. I think Harry Irving. Like if you're is, a tennis player, the equivalent yeah, is like ten- like uh, the equivalent yeah. is like if I like, I guess someone like Mbappe, you know, says that oh, I'm not getting vaccinated, so he can't play for PSG for the whole season. Uh, yeah, I think that's the equivalent uh, for those who don't watch basketball, you know. Yeah, lah, yeah, lah, I guess eh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. So it just what tricky man because as opposed to like let's say a tennis player who doesn't want to play. Okay lah, you you do you lah, right? Mm. But this one with the team, mm. you know so what? The, I, the worst I, part is the worst part is that he still gets paid. You know, he, but I thought now they are saying that he will he will lose money for each each game he doesn't play. Uh, he might lose something, but he apparently he's still guaranteed somewhere in the vein of like thirty to forty. It's million. an insane amount. Uh. Yeah, thirty forty million yeah. just for sitting out the whole season. Uh, in fact. Yeah. I think he's due US thirty five point three million, mm. but according to ESPN, they said he could lose up to US three hundred and eighty one thousand for every game missed. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. and and with forty one home games, it would mean he loses about fifteen point five million dollars US, which sounds like a lot. But when you consider his contract for the year is worth thirty five million, mm. that's like half. Yeah. So he'll still get fifteen million. Mm. Just for just for sticking twenty million, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, are there other a lot of other players who don't want to get vaccinated? No, I think if I if I'm not wrong, this is he's this is the first time it's coming out, and and he's the and he definitely will be the highest profile case lah for sure. Mm. Yeah. You know the one thing as we were talking about this, the one thing I I kind of guessed that people would make the comparisons to is Muhammad Ali, mm. and. Literally, mm. when I Google Kyrie Irving, Muhammad Ali, the first article on Sports Illustrated, Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving is no Muhammad Ali. Yeah, and yeah, the next yeah. one, Kyrie Irving is a far cry from Muhammad Ali. Because Muhammad Ali also 
was someone who stood by his convictions and chose mm. not to fight in the Vietnam War, even though it resulted in him being jailed for five years, like, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because yeah, I think but I think there's a there's a bit of a narrative that that even Kyrie Irving himself is trying to spin in that he's saying that he's he just doesn't want doesn't believe in being forced to do something that mm. he's not comfortable with, mm. Yeah, but but I think I but why 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 do you think they're saying that it's not the same thing? I mean, because like um, Muhammad Ali's uh, the thing he was known for saying is that you know like. Why does he have to go fight the Viet Cong because the Viet Cong didn't kill him? Mm. I know that's a that didn't do anything to him, mm. That's I guess arguably a simplistic way of looking at uh, a war, the but conflict, I yeah. think be- because the war involves killing people, and I think by and large, the U.S. going to Vietnam at that point in time was really kind of like frowned upon in the international community. Mm. I I I think mm. it felt like okay by going you are doing you are causing harm, like, unnecessary harm. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's almost the flip side. Like By not doing it, you are causing some negative uh, experiences for the people around you. Like. Yeah. Um, I mean, but you know, in the US now, there is a very, because I think Joe Biden is threatening to 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 uh, enact a vaccine mandate, right? So there's mm. actually a very strong backlash from conservatives like, about this about this vaccine mandate la, saying that um it's it's overreaching on the government's part and uh i think as as recently as just like uh, a day or two ago uh this sanjay gupta from cnn the american doctor who's who was uh you know often seen on uh, he's the chief medical correspondent for cnn la, basically for cnn yeah uh, he yeah. was on joe rogan's podcast uh, oh yes correct trying to mm. convince him about the vaccination as well la, to take the vaccination mm, mm. So um mm. and then I I was also seeing Shapiro also like basically uh, flipping out at at Joe Biden and and uh, everyone who's saying that you know we need to have everyone vaccinated. They're saying that at this point, uh you know most of uh you know the urban cities are vaccinated and and we know that the effects of COVID aren't that bad already. So why are we trying to like you know uh, force people to do something that they're not comfortable with? Uh? So mm. it's a yeah, it's a it's a very big conversation that's going on in the US. Like, I mean, in Singapore, it's all that that you know the the how the unvaxxed are, are being uh, slowly excluded from from being able to dine in the and malls like that. and yeah. stuff, right? That's also causing a big a big thing, like, But we don't have, uh, you know, you know, big sports leagues or celebrities or what coming forward and saying that oh, don't get vaxxed yet, like, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Don't know, man. It's just this is just symptomatic of a larger a larger um debate going on in the US right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, almost I think in Singapore, if it's essentially the same thing, but it feels different because it's so much more gradual, right? Mm. Like the other day when I was going to a mall, I was wondering why is there a line to for checking in? Because mm. you know, you normally just beep in, right? Yeah. It's because they are now checking vaccination status. Like. Correct, correct, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's only a matter of time before we see more public blow-ups, more yeah angry people getting recorded on video because yeah man this is the new the new ten, the, the new source of tension yeah yeah that's right so it's a uh, don't know man yeah like hopefully in Singapore we uh, you know we, we I think that it's important that um, the people who are, who are in the public eye uh, they, they remain responsible uh, about the whole vaccination 
about the whole vaccination. But responsible, debate. responsible meaning take it, uh, take the damn vaccination, is it? I I mean, yeah, you know the the thing about someone like Kyrie Irving is that yeah, his this is uh someone who is looked up to by a lot of children, by a lot of uh, young people, uh, and 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 they they. They, I mean, they're looking at his actions and probably like uh, uh, getting their own. You know, they. I, I think he's painting himself as a victim, lah. Basically, but but Irving, yeah, eh? but very conveniently leaving out that he's still getting paid like fifteen million, twenty million, whatever it is, lah. He's still getting paid a lot of money just to sit on the sidelines, uh, making a point, so- lah. Whereas like the average person who, you know, for for whatever reason, uh, is denied denied a living wage just because of his vaccine status. That I think that's a very different story. La. You know, it's it's mm. it's much easier when you are not when your existence is not on the line to say, oh I stand for my principles and all these things like you know. Kyrie Irving mm. is not a victim at this point. La. So then do you think that he could have done it in a way that would have not caused as, as much backlash? If he is totally fine with the consequences, if he's not gonna get paid mm. or he's gonna lose that fifteen point five million, do you think there's a way? Just I mean uh, there's a way. Uh, or oh, you think the moment someone says no vaccine now, automatic villain. Automatic, give up your salary, lah. Don't make, don't even don't don't even make it. Uh, just say that yeah, I'm willing to forego all this because it's something I I, I very firmly believe in, uh, You know, mm. don't don't be. I feel it's a bit. Uh, it's it's a bit what do you call it? Uh, uh disingenuous that he he makes it sound like he's making his huge sacrifice. Or uh, in terms of like financial consequences and all that, when when there's still probably still a large chunk of money that he can make just by sitting on the sidelines and uh, just chilling out. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think so too because I think I also don't want to go down the path of like anybody who says they cannot they don't want to take vaccine is an automatic villain mm. because because I think well I I wouldn't say it is that simple. I think I think. Yeah, if they have certain conditions or certain things, then uh, there might be something there. Like. It's just now, I think um, I think one thing that Joe Rogan was talking about Jason Gupta, because I saw a clip, was he was just telling, asking that Jason Gupta Sanjay, straight Sanjay up, Gupta, you know, like, right. oh, sorry, Sanjay, Sanjay Gupta, yeah. Sanjay Gupta, um, about why did CNN say Joe Rogan took horse dewormer? It's true, yeah. ivermectin, ivermectin is, is in a form of a horse dewormer, but yeah, yeah. it's also the human version. Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting and I don't think his answer was very convincing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, well, because there's definitely the a narrative now. Uh, you mean the one, the, in the clip that I saw, he just said, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why they used that headline. Mm, okay, okay. So there is that, that narrative. And I think now... It's one of those things that the more it, it becomes like super black and white, it's just going to make things more difficult like, because you're either us or them. Like. Yeah, correct, correct. So, but, but, yeah, but in this case, what you said is true like, because he's not being that honest about how he's in a position where, okay, like, you can don't take vaccine, that's fine. Yeah. In fact, yeah. that's a great way to just take a, a year off. Uh, if, you wanted, like, a gap yeah. year, if you wanted a gap year from work or something like that, right? And 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 you know you're locked into a contract that requires you to to get paid even if you sit out the just year. Just don't take vaccine. Don't take vaccine. <laughs> See, like, what a fucked up thing to do. Yeah, man. It is like, It is. But but I mean, uh, that's it. Uh, that's it. A lot of uh, there there are defenders of Kyrie Irving as well, who say that mm. um, despite of despite all his controversies, uh, all the communities that he's been part of, where he's played basketball, he's contributed a lot in charitable donations to them as well. Uh. 
So mm. it's not like it's not like he just takes and runs or anything. Like he does give back to the community. Uh and he's just mm. maybe he's just someone who really be- when he believes in something, he believes in something and he can't be can't be changed his mind can't be changed that easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cool man. Cool, cool. Yeah, but cool, cool. Cool, cool, well, cool. Speaking of uh all changing right. minds and all. Uh we're at, at our one shook comment segment. Mm. Uh, because uh, a lot of times we you know these short comments are comments that uh, examine things that Harish and I have discussed and and, and, you know give a different spin of it that make us think differently about uh, even our own perspectives as well right yeah Yeah, so what is your one short comment Uh, wait let me Uh, okay so my one short comment I mean I know the the last time I was reflecting about uh, the feedback we had gotten on on the So Ruyong podcast, you know, and and it really did, uh, like um, it was a good thing to see. Also, people come and explain why they they liked it, why they didn't like it, and I think yeah, it's just always good to hear from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today my my comment is for some uh the user X P K E R X two thousand, um, who posted it on the ideas to talk on Yala but uh part three, basically saying um. Uh, just want to say that your content is awesome my wife and I have been listening to you guys since the birth of our son end of 2019 mm. generally listen to you in our car rides on Spotify and the recent podcast we were both shocked and delighted when our 22 month old son joined in the intro where he said but 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 how awesome is that wow, he joined wow, wow. you wow, wow, he wow. joined you in your in your part of the intro and that fucking blew my mind man yeah, although yeah. I did think like Oh shit! Does does your kid listen to the rest of the podcast? Because I I I am still gonna swear in future. Like, I don't think that will ever change. Yeah, yeah. I hope your I hope your son doesn't say uh some of the other stuff that 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 I tend to say sometimes la. Mm. Or maybe he does. Well, yeah, I just wh- thought that was damn cute. I mean, one thing I'm learning about uh kids picking out speech patterns is uh it, 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 I mean you, there there needs to be a lot of repetition la. You know, it's not mm. easy. It's not easy at the start. You you think that picking up language is easy on it, but I mean, there there there's a million different things that they're developing at the same time. So so you know, just yeah, hearing that, you know an effort one time won't won't kill them lah. You know. So I should say it more. <laughs> no la, I'm just saying. Fuck 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 fuck. It's okay. It's, I don't think we. I don't think we're at the level where where parents really need to be that worried yet lah. Yeah, I don't think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah. Cool. So, and what's your one short comment? Uh, my one short comment is uh, actually just uh, just th- talking about the um, uh, the last podcast with with Jace, uh, and uh, I think Honey underscore conflicts uh, was saying they loved the podcast episode, but it was because they had no idea who Jace Power was. But it was very interesting to hear insights on the content creation and social media scene. And uh, mm. and I, I think that's cool because one of the things we strive to do is not to, you know, go out to the most obvious celebrities and, and, and get them on a podcast and everything, right? But but in yeah. fact it's to, to to you know to look for those who are on the on the on the brink, on the edge of, of breaking through or, or you know, who have slightly different opinions from everyone else and and sort of giving get, giving them a little bit of uh, air time so that we understand where they're coming from, because I, I think that that's a very interesting way to that that's a very good way to just also challenge your own your own beliefs about things lah. And then mm. um, every time we we do an interview, I always feel like uh, 
for myself, it becomes a challenge to try to 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 listen to someone's different views about something and then try to and then see where I end up at the end of the conversation. Like if I, you know, I have to I I, I enjoy challenging my own uh, thoughts and beliefs. Huh? So uh, you mm. know, so you know, in the in the light of like uh, recent guests that we got on, like So Ryong and all of them, uh, I appreciate it when people are open minded and and you know listen to to interviews even when they don't know who the hell the person is that we're interviewing. Huh? Mm, yeah that's true that's true yeah that's well, true yes. yeah i think it, i think it's super cool that i mean because we have always said and i think a lot of people do feel the same way that singapore has a lot of talent has a lot of undiscovered gems mm. and there's one thing about the hashtag kind of support local but um there are enough people in singapore to to merit support without needing a hashtag la. correct correct yeah 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 that's true cool man all right then now on to the one short thing and would you like to go first? Sure. Uh it's uh another uh more science based video by one of my favorite channels. Curse Cassette mm. in a nutshell. It's the it's the mm. animated channel that, that that does a lot of uh science and and uh things like that. So they, they the latest video they did was uh what dinosaurs actually look like. And uh I think the the gist of the video is basically that um that uh, there's so many, there's so many, there've been so many different species of animals, uh, in in all of uh, Earth's history, right? That uh, mm. everything we know about animals is probably only like we've only scratched the surface of, of a few percent, like, maybe of all the species that have lived on Earth before, like. And apparently, every mm. year we are still discovering like fifteen thousand new species of 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 animals, like whether it's fish or or birds or whatever. So so it's just it's just a the the fact that we don't we don't know what we don't know, uh, is is just so shocking, like right, you know, uh, in fact they that's why they say that even the even down to, uh, in more that in recent years we've made discoveries that maybe dinosaurs are not what we imagine them to be, you know this this reptilian, uh, thick leathery skin brown color or green color. To blend into the environments, maybe they were much more colorful. Maybe they were much more vibrant. Uh, animals are similar to what their oh shit really yeah similar to what their de- descendants are today. Like birds, you see birds of all sorts of shades and colors, and you know they have all these they have all these uh, uh on their on their on their on their frame right, which are not which serve no function other than to just look pretty and, and to dance around and to mate like, like a peacock like that right. So what would be the equivalent yeah. of a peacock in terms of a dinosaur, right? So these are the kind of things that in, in more recent years with with uh, science they've been met, they've able to to extrapolate. Like, and they said maybe the T Rex was like this. I mean, the, the funny things they said maybe T Rex was this uh, similar to the what lions are today. Maybe their behavior isn't all about chasing animals and, and eating them, but maybe they enjoyed most of the time just lazing around, just rolling around and playing with each other and and. And lazing under the sun and all that, uh. oh, so that that's how 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 little we know of, of our past, uh. and and yeah, you know, I just felt like it was such a uh, awesome reminder that yeah we need to appreciate what we have in the present and and also protect it as much as possible for the future, uh. or even just you know whether it's take photos, make films about our the world as it currently is, uh. and that I, I felt mm. that was a very beautiful message. Uh, but yeah, you should watch the video for, to to get a much more complete picture of that uh. oh shit that's such a cool premise uh, yeah like the t-rexes were just i mean the the world basically operates very differently from what we 
think. La. Yeah, 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 exactly. They say if you take our bones as they are now, and then you give people like 2,000 years down the road to extrapolate what we look like, maybe to them we look like this very boring reptilian, uh, uh, reptilian kind all of All got like, the same haircut. Yeah, or? all the same haircut, <laughs> walk around wearing the same clothes. And then you can't, you can't imagine them, you know, all the, the colours of people's hair now and the kind of Gucci clothes they're wearing and everything, right? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, a, it's an interesting That's thought. Crazy, like, interesting thought experiment. Yeah, I love this channel. Like, it makes wow. me, every time I watch watch it, like, it makes me think a lot about, about uh, past and our future. Yeah, they're pretty dope. Huh? Yeah. Pretty dope. But yeah, so cool. what is your one-shot thing? Uh, my one shock thing was something I actually saw on Reddit Singapore posted by this guy called Peter Gorman. Um, he's a visual artist and he mm. basically does uh, art, art around maps. Mm. So he did this one thing called Intersections of Singapore where it's it's like uh, 20 different images um, of... of Okay, you, you imagine like when you're looking at the map of Singapore from the top and yep. these intersections of the roads, right? Yep, yep. They basically, if you trim them out, they kind of look like an, an asterisk of some sort with the different roads. Mm. So he took the intersections of places like Stamford Road, Beach Road and St. Andrews Road, uh, Selegi Road and just color-coded them into some sort of uh, four by five uh, image la, of, of 20 images. And I thought it's just a super cool idea because he's done it for different cities. Um, his Instagram handle is called Belly Maps. Yeah. And I thought it's just such a genius idea, especially at a time when you can't travel. Um, he's basically using like Google Maps and all has inspiration for his art, la, mm. which I thought is fucking genius. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the intersections of Singapore, right? That, that yeah. image. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, cool. I just thought that is so cool. At first, I was like, what the hell intersections? Then when you read the captions, it's like, yeah, these different roads that uh, just the intersection, he just cuts them out and then just traces out the border. And I thought that was so cool, man. They they, they look like like um, different variations. That toy, of, right? Like, of, of, I was thinking like it looks like currency. Like, you know, like how you write yen and stuff like that. Some of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and at first I was thinking, what the hell is that? Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. Then Newton Circus, and yeah, I, I just thought this was a wow, fucking genius, man. Mm. So shout out to Peter Gorman of Belly Maps. That's cool, that's cool. Yeah, man. Nice. Cool. So, all yeah, right. We're at the end of the podcast. Third episode of the week. And the end of the week. Yes. Have a great weekend. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye bye.